everyone, and welcome to the Kajabi Edge podcast, where we talk to real entrepreneurs to give you an edge on Kajabi. I'm your host, Jared Lohman, Vice President of Customer Experience. And today I'm joined by my friend, Cheryl Cooper, business coach, technologist, and trainer. How's it going today, Cheryl? Hey, it's going well. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. And I am glad to be speaking with you now. Uh, this is a, a big month for us at Kajabi. We've got, of course, International Women's Day, but we're stretching this out. It's going to be more than just a day. It's going to be uh, a full month of highlighting some of our female Kajabi heroes. So I'm excited to have you amongst this bunch. I'm super, super duper excited about getting the opportunity to do this, especially during International Women's History Month. I think it's such an important part of our history and opportunity to speak to as many Kajabians as possible. And even those that are not Kajabians, it's super exciting, right? Yes. Um, especially in the in the month of March. Yes. Well, uh, in traditional fashion, why don't you just kind of start us off with your your 15 second elevator pitch? Tell us a little bit about you. So I'm techie. I'm a very technology driven person. I've got over 25 years of corporate technology experience. I've worked for some of the Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies. And um, a couple years ago, I had already started the Women's Empowerment Institute, womensei.com. And I was on another platform and decided that I needed to simplify my processes. And that's how I got connected to Kajabi. I'm super passionate about empowering women, empowering other people to get online that may not have the skill sets um, and the capability to do things online. And if they can't do it, I want to be able to help them get it done. So that's kind of my motto is getting it done with Kajabi. And I'm on your Kajabi lifestyle architect, (laughs) T-E-C-H. Nice. Well, when you say get online, like what are some of the, I guess, the topics that you cover? Are you, are you focusing on just completely broad online presence or really focused in on people who maybe who are building a course or building a community? I am. I focus primarily on, with speakers, trainers, and coaches. And then those people that want to build an online community, an online course, and a website that is easy to use and contains everything all in one place, right? I mean, that's the, the value I find in using Kajabi is that it's an easy platform for getting everything done in one space. A lot of the people that I work with are new entrepreneurs, whether they be female entrepreneurs, church members, special needs people, you know, it's like the whole gamut. And often they don't have the technology skills needed, but they need to have a website or they've got a passion behind creating an online course. And so I kind of jump in and help them get it done. And then also coach them on how to use Kajabi so that they can survive on their own as well. Okay. So you are the tech person. You've got a background in tech. I'd love to, I'd love to know a little bit more about like how that journey from working at fortune 100s to, uh, you know, now helping people on Kajabi. Can you fill in some of the blanks there? Yeah. I have always been somebody that loved to empower people. And, um, often I would pray, you know, reach out to the universe, ask Gus, God, universe, spirit, how can I help other people succeed? And I had an epiphany one day where it was, let's bring together your technology skills, your people skills, and your passion for helping other people succeed into one way, into one business. And so that's what I did. I just took all of the experience that I had as a project manager, business analyst in corporate America, which was always like being the liaison between, you know, the business side and the technology side and put that into 
into my business so that I could help the small business owner and help them get into the technology. Okay. We often talk about like kind of the the leap you have to take from maybe when you're in a more, I don't know if it's really all that more secure, but you're in the security of a, a corporate job. <laughs> I guess, uh, what, how did that, how did that transpire for you? Was this a, was this a big move for you? Were you already kind of like considering other options? Maybe you saw you did a side gig for a while. How did you transition from that corporate space to moving into more independence? Fantastic question. So I am part of the big resignation. I just made the big leap in December, 2021 because I got tired. I got so tired and this, this kind of gets very personal and kind of, if I would have been in the black history conversation as well of being the only, the only female, the only black person in the room in a technology driven world, complicated as all get out. And then the microaggressions, the racism, the experiences I was um, facing, and then just the accumulated trauma of the pandemic and all that went with that. I was like, I can't guys, I just need a minute. And so I had already built up my business using Kajabi and building other people's websites and online courses, stashed some money. And I was like, this is the time. It's time to take the big leap. And that's what I did. Wow. Wow. And by the way, just because this is not February, like, or this is not a part of the official program, this is about your story. So like nothing's off limits, nothing's off topic. So you took the big leap fairly recently. You'd been building your business prior to that, like just for sake of timeline, how, how long have you kind of been at the Kajabi side of things? I've been at it about three years. Okay. Maybe two and a half years. It was right as the pandemic kicked in. Mm-hmm. I saw the opportunity. I'm a big reader um, as a leader and I had read Think and Grow Rich. And when the pandemic hit, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity to take advantage of the fourth industrial revolution and become part of that and teach other women, especially women of a certain age was my ideal target audience, um, how to succeed online and thinking that I would draw in other women that were 50 or older because many of us were getting furloughed or laid off from corporate America. I found that it wasn't just the 50 and older women that needed help. It was all kinds of people. And so that inspired me to grow my side hustle as I was still working in corporate America, tested the process to make sure it was going to be something that, you know, I could scale. And then once I felt like I could scale, I started hiring a team and building the team. And then finally I was like, okay, let's go. I can, I can just taste freedom. I can taste yes. it. I'm almost there. So I took the leap and it has been awesome. Okay. Well, I want to talk about something that like this has been a, gr- a big internal conversation. It's been a conversation amongst other podcast guests. It's something that's really, really, really key to anyone's success using whether it's Kajabi or any platform about it's key to success of building any type of online business. And that's building your audience. So I would love to understand, like, how did you start the audience building process? I started using Facebook and Instagram. I would show up live on a regular basis. I set up my Facebook communities, um, both my page and a group. And then I partnered with some other women. I love to collaborate. That's one of my favorite things to do. And we kicked off a program called We're Here to Serve. And with We're Here to Serve, we thought it was cool to teach other people how to use technology and how to grow their businesses online and Instagram, Facebook, and all of that. So we would teach a lesson every Tuesday afternoon or evening and go live and 
and just show people how to do it. So I've always depended on Facebook and Instagram. Recently, I've gotten a little lax with Instagram. It's so complicated, you know, with the whole reels thing, but I'm picking that back up too. Yes. Yeah. I love, I love that. And like, maybe uh, how did that journey start in terms of the audience size? Like, was this something that you stepped in and there was, there was a crowd of people waiting or did this build over time? This built over time. Um, fortunately, I'm a part of a large organization called the John Maxwell team. And so I had a pretty large um, friends list in Facebook. And so I began to invite them to my pages and to my um, Facebook group. I select certain people to invite to my Facebook group. And um, it just kind of grew organically. And I'm going to I'm going to test the process again with the relaunch of the Women's Empowerment Institute in March. So I'm relaunching womensei.com and I'm going to use the same same philosophy, right? Build where I know, where I have friends show up online and do Facebook Lives now, Reels as well. You know, do some free activities and invite people and, and launch a low-cost membership. And talk to us a little bit about like the timeline uh, in between first launch and like you actually have a sizable enough audience to begin to actually market your product to. That probably took me a year and a half to get to that point. Because number one, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know where I was going. I wasn't clear about my my roadmap, roadmap for success. I was trying all kinds of things. And then once I figured out that I was going to launch at that time, the L3 Academy, which was ladies leading and loving it, then I had that roadmap to stick to and I could speak about a specific product. Before that, I tried a couple of products that, you know, kind of flopped. And overall, I'm going to say that it probably took me three, three to six months. And then once I got it going, you know, it kind of grew and grew and grew. And now I've got a pretty sizable group, but I think it's going to get to be a lot more. Yeah. Well, I'd love to even just we, we we usually go from like talking about your story into talking about some of the hurdles. So I would love to zone in on those flops. Like what were uh, what, I guess I would call them learnings. Like what were some of the lessons you learned? Was it just simply a lack of clarity or were there other elements that like anyone who was maybe considering starting something similar um, like that they, that they should be aware of that they might run into? So there was lack of clarity of vision. And then there's a big difference between running a in-person business versus an online business. Understanding the language, understanding the funnel, the sales funnel is totally different when you're doing something online. I say totally, I might be overemphasizing totally, but it's a different process. And the hurdle was really getting to understand the language, landing page, sales page, sales funnel, you know, what information to put on your landing page, how to drive customers there. And then, you know, we had the pandemic and it was, it was a big deal. (laughs) It was a whole different thing. I went to trying to care for others in a different kind of way than what I was doing before. I was running multiple communities. I was running a group for my church, which was for a set of white ladies in California. And then my church here, we had a all black group of women and we were trying to understand how to be allies during the times of the George Floyd and all of that situation. And then I was trying to build an organization, not an organization, but a community inside of the Cheryl Cooper Facebook page that would empower all of the women in there to understand how to get more involved in the government and 
how they could use their voice to create change in the world and be the change that they wanted to be. And then I was still starting up my business as well as the Cheryl Cooper transitioning to that brand from the Women's Empowerment Institute. So there was just a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Well, the, the Women's Empowerment Institute, this is again, like a mar- month of March, we're focusing on uh, all of our female Kajabi heroes, which there are a lot. Let's let's talk a little bit more about just like the Women's Empowerment Institute, like and who you I mean, uh, I imagine you serve women with that. But like, where, what do you do to help them out? Like, is this this the same exact business as, as you mentioned earlier of focusing on helping them kind of get on Kajabi and help them break the tech barriers? Or is this something different? This is a little bit different. Okay. So the tech barrier will be the highlight of my sales funnel, right? This is at the the beginning of the sales funnel, technically, where we come together as a community and I teach women about starting a business. Some of the things about how to run an online business, the technology that you can use, the understanding how to put the foundations in place for your business, and then what it really means to maintain your health, especially a lot of the women that I'm working with are side hustlers, right? They've got a side gig and they're in corporate America and they're wanting to do the thing that they're passionate about, but afraid to take the leap. So with that, I also inspire people to take care of themselves with a bit of information about well-being. So bringing in um, mindfulness and meditation. And then the third pillar, so there's three pillars. There's small business, there's well-being, and then there's also uh, personal growth. And then on the personal growth side, it's going to focus primarily on mindset because the entrepreneur mindset is totally different than a corporate person's mindset, technically. And then there's the part for we as women to understand how to take care of ourselves. So self-love, self-care, and the emotional side of it. And then how to put that all together in a package to become a very good entrepreneur and run a successful business that thrives. I love it. Is there, I'm curious, is there, is there a story behind this even further? Because I know you mentioned like you, you're, you, you want to focus on empowering people and that's kind of just part of who you are, but is there anything deeper that made you kind of led you down this path? My life, simple answer, right? My life that everything that I have done, um, has been inspired by my experiences in corporate America. I have been laid off in corporate and out of corporate America a couple of times, probably more than I would like to mention. And each time I always was able to fall back on my corp on my side hustle business. And then when the pandemic hit, it was a little bit harder that time because I was older. I was tired. I was exhausted from traveling all the time. And it became very important to me as I saw that there were places for um, women that had children, they could go to a nonprofit organization or women that were, well, anybody that had children or family, they could go there. But there were a lot of single women that were getting hit with no children and then they had nowhere to fall back to. So I wanted to empower them with a tool, you know, put a toolkit in their back pocket to start a side hustle so that they always had something that they could go back to in a time because we're always going to have these ups and downs. It's it's proven. We got them about every eight to 10 years. Pandemic kind of caught us by surprise and it was sooner than, than normal. But if we have a side hustle or some other source of income or your own online business, chances are you're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's touch a little bit more about uh, more on the, the audience 
audience that you're serving, are you focusing in on any particular, I guess, any category? Uh, like, are you focusing on helping people create certain types of business? Or is this really for, for any any woman who wants to establish an online business of any sort? I started out with speakers, trainers, and coaches. I've attracted pastors, apostles, spiritual um, entrepreneurs. And my most recent one is a trucking company okay. who wants to create an online course because so many people are seeing the benefits of sharing their knowledge in one way or another. And we're really hungry. I think as humanity, we're hungering for community and knowledge so that we can stabilize ourselves in different ways. So it started out as primarily for women. I've got men. It's just kind of all over the place. I would love, 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 love to keep it going that way. But my primary focus is on that woman that is over 50. That's an executive woman. So I have two. So the woman over 50 that needs to stabilize an opportunity for herself just in case something you know hits the fan and you need to have another source of income. My other one is the executive woman who knows that she's sick of corporate America. She's got a plan. She knows that she's got a strategy for when she gets ready to exit, but she doesn't have time to do the work right now. That's my premier um, coaching program. It's called Accelerate Your Success. And that's on the Cheryl Cooper com website. And then the other one is just the person who's interested in getting out there and taking a chance on making their dreams come true by starting an online business. Okay. And now I've got to ask, kind of going backwards a little bit to the question that I asked you on audience building, like how are you how are you coaching your students? How are you helping people who are stepping into your programs focus on building their audience? To teach them how to use Facebook and Instagram. Take them through, you know, a one-on-one -on -one session where we'll walk through, okay, so you need to make sure you understand how to build your graphics. Canva is the tool right now. That's probably the easiest one that I know of. So go to Canva, sign up for your Canva course. I mean, your Canva account, you can use the one that's for free. You don't have to blah, 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 right? The whole extra money thing. And then understand how to do those. Then make sure that you stay active on your social media. Learn how to do Facebook Live, get your lighting right, which I'm sucking at today. <laughs> um, <laughs> show up on a regular basis, be consistent, make sure that you prepare before you go live, you know, have your content ready, do something over here on the side of your screen so that you can have your talking points and things of that nature. What else? Uh, reach out to your friends, direct message them, let them know that you're going to go live, let them know that you've started your business and the way that you're going with your business put together a page as well as a group. Start with your page, build your page, and then influence people to go from your page to your group, you know, things like that. Okay. Okay. And then just, uh, we've done this a few times on past episodes where I'll kind of just go a little bit like, like on the spot, real time, like pretending that like I'm one of your students and you're coaching me for anyone who hasn't, hasn't listened to any of the previous episodes where we've done this. Like I've talked about a little bit about like building a course. Cause I'm based in Hawaii. What, what would it be like if I built a course on Hawaii tourism or maybe in particular the big island tourism and experiencing all
all of the incredible places we have here on the islands. Like, how would you go about teaching me? Um, like, I let's just say I'm I'm at step zero. I've done nothing other than like I have my Kajabi account, <laughs> done nothing to build the audience. No one knows me as the Hawaii tourism person. Like, what are some of the first steps you'd recommend specifically for me to start building that audience? Number one, go and do kind of a lean test to see if you have an audience, right? Test your product. See if your idea is something that is ideal for whatever it is you want to do. So go to the local coffee shop and tell them that you want to start doing tours for Hawaii. Ask the people there, what would they be looking for? Because you're going to get a lot of strangers in there, right? Just kind of do a questionnaire. See um, if you have been any to any type of networking groups. Ask your family, what would they like to know about Hawaii? What tours would they like to test? Then after you feel comfortable that you've got a really rock solid idea or a an idea, I would encourage people to take photographs because I think that one of the items that we need the most is to be able to show what we do. If you can afford to do a photo shoot, get some professional photos done with you because you're going to be the brand as well as some of the places that you would like for people to go to. So that you have a professional looking website, right? And then work with the content course creator. If you can't do that, then um, consider going on Fiverr or reaching out to people like myself and work with us to learn how to build a website. I mean, a um, sales page. And I'd start with just a sales page. I don't know what I would do a full out website to begin because you may not need all of that. You could even in Kajabi now, you could even use Linktree, right? To test your market. And then as you grow your business and you could go to a sales page and to a website, but I'd start with a, a landing page or sales and then just get busy selling your business, networking, 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 sharing with your friends and asking your friends to share it with their friends. Okay. And how about in terms of like building that audience? Like that's, that's a incredible first steps. And I wonder if sequentially is that, is that step one? Is that step two? Like, I love how you talked about validating kind of the business idea. I think that's really critical. Obviously before one invests a ton of, I mean, money being one thing, but time being the bigger thing before you invest a ton of time into something, if you don't actually have an audience, um, Um, You want to find that out as soon as possible. Like when you think through maybe some of your strategies on establishing that audience in social media, is there a is there a step taken there too to start building that that audience that you're going to be sending to the sales pages? Absolutely. Great question. Yeah, I would start by putting a lot of information in my stories, not a lot of information, but, you know, highlighting things on my Instagram stories and in my Facebook stories and reels so that people understand that you kicked off a new business and talk it up as much as possible and then ask them to go to your sales page, offer something free on your sales page. You know, if it's a a free brochure of, you know, whatever it is that you're offering in your tourism business and then consistency. I love it. I love it. Um, Well, yeah, thanks for jumping into that. That it's, I think it's been a really fun exercise to go through with previous podcast guests. So I appreciate you letting me put you on the spot and kind of dive right into your your practices. But I want to shift gears back on you let's start talking a little bit about like where you're at today. I mean, I know that like the big, big leap was fairly recent just a few months ago in December, but um, we're three months later. You're still here. You're still uh, not only alive and kicking, but thriving. Tell us a little bit about where you're at. 
I am growing still, which is pretty awesome because I have had free time, you know, technically not working every night, not working every weekend has been phenomenal. So, and just working in my business has been awesome. So I've been able to build a funnel, a larger funnel, right? So now it will start with my normal communications about building online website, I'm building an online business via website, online course creation and all of that. But now I'm going to add to that funnel, the Women's Empowerment Institute as well. And then I, as a Kajabi partner, I can't tell you enough or how, how honored I am and how much I love being a Kajabi partner because it brings me in income through affiliate links, right? That has been one of the best investments that I've made in my business. So I thrive through that. And then I guess just overall, like I've been able to build a solid funnel that I can bring people into through uh, opt-in form and then bring them into the next level, bring them up to sales page for um, online courses and all of that. And then into my Accelerate Your Success course. So now I have a full-fledged sales funnel is really what I'm trying to say. So I'm super excited about that. Well, I, I hear rumors that there's something coming down the line for you too, like a big launch of some sort. There is. I'm going to launch it maybe today. Um, I just got to get my sales page tightened up, but I'm going to do the relaunch of womensei.com. W-O-M-E-N-S-E-I.com, which is the Women's Empowerment Institute, shortened to a a URL that is easy to remember. And it is my first 2022 official membership site. It's going to be very low cost. Um, low, it's about, I'm going to launch it at $17.37. I'm not sure exactly which price yet. And the purpose is just to bring us back to some form of community. I was a, a pretty big community builder here in the Alpharetta, Georgia area. We all, I had events at least once a quarter. And now I'm going to bring it online and uh, help us gather together. I think we need a little more love and positivity and encouragement as well as share my knowledge because I love sharing the knowledge about how to start an online business so people don't fall into a situation where they're not financially um, stable. I love it. Well, whether it's today or another day, I can tell you at least like this this will come out a few days later. So by the time everyone is actually listening to this, I assume that they'll probably be able to check that out. Um, again, it's womensei.com. Correct. Womensei.com. Okay. And then how about like just in terms of anyone, if they I'd like to just learn a little bit more about you. Like I, you, I imagine you're still on social channels. Uh, any other uh, places where they should uh, reach out to you? Yeah. So my other website or my branding for my personal branding is the the Cheryl Cooper.com. So T-H-E-C-H-E-R-Y-L-C-O-O-P-E-R.com. And you can find me on all social handles with that. So on Instagram at the Cheryl Cooper, on Facebook at the Cheryl Cooper. And I'm not that active on LinkedIn right now. Um, but if you went out there and look for Cheryl Cooper, you could find me there as well. We'll find you. 
<laughs> All right. Well, as always, kind of coming to the end of the show, wanted to send a big thank you to all of our listeners. Would love it if you left us a review um, and hopefully a comment on uh, Apple Podcasts in particular. I'm always watching those. Would love to shout you out on the show. Um, please take a moment to check out some of this great content that Cheryl shared on her website, on her social channels. It's always fun to get together with these incredible entrepreneurs. And of course, again, for this month. Um, so wanted to say thanks again, Cheryl, for being a part of this uh, moment with us. Thank you. It is such a pleasure. I'm so honored that you all reached out to me and I was available. And it was a pleasure to talk with you. It was so much fun. Yes. Well, that's all we have for everyone today. Thank you again for listening. We'll look forward to seeing you all next week on the Kajabi Edge podcast.